Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I'm here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi everyone, I'm super excited to welcome my guest today, Sierra Janice. And Sierra is the wine sipping, corgi, corgi cuddling web designer behind Sierra Lynn Design. She specializes in custom high converting websites and sales pages for female coaches so they can expand their reach online, serve more women and make money doing what they love. When she's not designing, Sierra teaches middle school science in California where she lives with her loving husband and feisty corgi. Hi Sierra, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Sarah, for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, so I would love to kick off um, with you giving us a little bit of backstory. Like, how did you get to having your business um, doing web designing for coaches? What's that story? Oh, yeah. I feel like like so many people in the online space, it's one of those curvy journeys where it wasn't like I set out one morning thinking, I would love to be designing websites for coaches, even though that's what I meant now. Um Web design was a skill that I developed over years, like uh, a while ago, doing random side projects for friends, um, doing random little projects of my own, everything from journalism to online travel blogging. That was a fun phase, you know, doing all those random pieces. So um, over time, working through different web design projects and building my skills with WordPress, I had a lot of fun with it. And friends would ask me to help them with their online websites for random side gigs, you know, uh, little business websites. And I realized actually this year, 2020, when everything kind of went poof, and I found myself being a middle school, public school teacher, still doing that job that I love, but I had more time being at home with the distance learning. And I thought, hey, why don't I learn more about actually taking this web design skill and making it an online business? So it kind of went really fast from there. And I realized I love this after making websites for different types of industries, I met a lot of female coaches online through Facebook groups, through Instagram, who were the most amazing people, so passionate about the woman they were serving. And I was like, these are the people I want to help because I want to make them empowered to actually help more women. So it kind of fell into place over first a couple of years and then very quickly these past few months. That's amazing. That's very similar to my journey too. Obviously, I started out as a copywriter and I just started attracting a lot of coaches as clients. And that's really how I started learning about the coaching industry and then really got into it in that way. And it's true. Coaches are the best. They're the best clients. They're the best yeah. friends. Like, they're just amazing people to be around. Um, so I would love for you to tell us, like, what is the main message on your heart that, you know, that you see as like common threads amongst people that you work with that you just really wish people knew that you knew it would really help them if they understood that message? Yes. Um, lately, when I've been talking to 
uh, different women online who are thinking about, you know, web design or the technicalities behind it. There's so much that goes into that. So I get a lot of questions, which I love talking about, you know, helping people just, what do I do about this? Or how do I pick the right software for this? Or what should I do with this design feature, this tech feature? And I sense and I hear so much terrified overwhelm from business owners online who are so afraid of making the wrong choice when choosing um, anything tech-related, behind-the-scenes tech, whether we're talking your hosting company, your website platform to, you know, your logo design, they're so afraid of taking that next step that it's paralyzing and it keeps them from taking any step at all. And so I would love if I could just give everyone first a big virtual hug and be like, it's okay. We can all take a big, deep breath and it's really going to be okay. Yeah, and I mean, I can speak from experience about the tech overwhelm because, yeah, it can be a lot, you know, when you're obviously having a business, you're always just learning new skills all the time, which is why it's fun and it's never boring. But at the same time, you know, there are certain skills that you're just naturally good at learning and there are certain skills that you're really naturally not good at learning, but you really do have to have at least some kind of like basic level grasp of all of the different parts of your business. And um, so, yeah, that's really held me up. Um, you know, for me, and I talk about this a lot, like it took me, it it took me two years to get my first website up and I wasn't even building it. That was like just with the fear of visibility blocks around sharing my story. That was completely unconscious, you know, like I wasn't aware of it. I was like, yeah, yeah. It was just like on the top of my to-do list for like two years. And then I realized, um, that, I was procrastinating and then I got to ask myself, okay, what's underneath that? So I think the same thing crops up with tech as well from a mindset perspective. It's like, oh, we think it's the tech and we think it's difficult. Um, And, you know, some things, you know, genuinely, like I do genuinely find some of the tech stuff difficult to get my head around. But actually when you ask for help, you know, when you get support, when you, you know, break it down into a step-by-step, like anything obviously is conquerable. And I think that, it's really like fear and resistance manifests itself in blaming the tech. So everybody's listening to this and that's you and you've stalled on something like a really fun creative idea that you want to realize because you don't know how, you know, to like actually actually execute that. Number one, ask for help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number two, get accountability. And number three, one thing that I found really helpful, obviously, in that accountability is setting deadlines. And I think that's just when work, that's the main benefit of working with somebody is that you've got that channel of communication for support. You've got some deadlines because, you know, when you're collaborating with somebody, you don't have the option to just push it, push it, push it forever and ever and ever. Um, and, you know, we live in a world that's constantly evolving, even once you've learned how to use a particular tech platform, it's going to change in like a month or a year or a couple years, you know, or there's going to be a new platform or there's, there's always going to be a new way of doing things in tech, which generally is always shifting to making it easier for us. But I feel like that's just an attitude that we have to adopt, not, not only as entrepreneurs, but also as humans, you know, like our phones are constantly upgrading. So it's getting into that attitude of being a a constant learner, you know, I, for one, I'm already feel like an old person when it comes to watching TV because I haven't been watching it that much. And I'll go to someone's house and they've got a fancy TV and I'm like, I literally don't know what to press. Like, I don't know how to turn it on or like pick what I want to watch. And I don't want to be that old person that like, you know, is stuck because they haven't adapted with the, with the technology. Right. 
Yeah. And I think it's true. I love that point you brought up of having that be willing to change, right? Because as soon as you get um, comfortable in one thing, it's going to upgrade or change slightly. And it's funny when I talk to, I ask women who are nervous about that, like, how do I choose the right thing now? I'm like, well, first of all, think about your smartphone. When you get a new smartphone, does it send you into that terror of like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to use it, even though most of us, right, we use it all the time. It's like, no, we just learn and we adapt. Same sort of thing with the tech world. Um, You're behind the scenes tech of your business. And of course, you'll need help with that. And, you know, a good designer should help you with that and teach you, not just throw you out there like, have fun and everything. But it's a, a mindset of being okay to change. And also, it also gives you your own sense of freedom. It's not just the tech and the upgrades and the behind the scenes that's changing. It's your business. Your business is not going to be the same in a year, let alone likely most of us in like three months. So you want to be able to change and adapt both the visual elements we think of like, what are my brand colors, to really important things like who am I serving? Um, Talk to anyone who's been in online business for a while. I'm sure if you're listening right now, you know how much your idea of what you want your online business to be has changed drastically. Yeah, I love that comparing it to your smartphone because that's so true. It's like allow yourself to be driven by the excitement of what it's going to get you to, what it's going to open the doors for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because it like it really does. Like adding those tech pieces in can completely change your life and your business and your finances. And, you know, just like taking a little bit of time to set up one thing and then suddenly you know, for example, you have a sales page that clients can find 24 seven online and, and then just reach out to you and say, Hey, like, I understand what your program is about and I'm ready to buy rather than like having to explain it over and over and over again to every person that's like, what do you do? And how do you, how can you help me? Um, so, you know, that's, and I think, I think that's the thing often will, will help people get over that hump of resisting the technology is it gets to the point where you're like, I'm just so done with like manually onboarding every single client or I'm so done with explaining my program. Like I just need to figure out how to get this information out there or how to systematize this particular process in my business. And, um, you know, hire someone who knows how to do it, like stay in your zone of genius. Um, and, but also you can enjoy learning it too. You know, it's, it's, um, it's not a lot of the time. It's not as hard as we think. And sometimes we just need that helping hand to be like, take a deep breath, block the time out in your calendar and just figure it out. And, you know, these are the steps that you need to take. Mm-hmm. I love providing those steps too. It really all comes down to what's going to save you the most time and the most um, mental, I like to say mental sanity in a, a lighthearted way, but really that feeling of, you know, having that good mental spot in your business where you're happy with the time you're spending if you're getting to the point where you're overwhelmed and frustrated, right? Well, then you probably want to be automating things. Like you said, it's all about saving you time and making you enjoy your business. If you enjoy learning it, and there are so many resources, people out there who will help you talk to you about it, you know, walk you through the tricky bits as you figure it out. It's not like you need to do this or you need to do that. It's what feels good to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. And especially, you know, when we do have this infinite, possibilities and and platforms and and things to choose from um you know I'm one of those people who like doesn't really like doing research unless it's talking to people like that's how I do research um you know I talk to people that I I connect with I talk to people that I trust I talk to people who uh you know I resonate with and that's the extent of my research like I do not like scrolling through Google and like like reading articles so um that's really how I've built my whole business is like asking people I trust what they use mm-hmm. and I'll just 
trust them and use it and make the decision really quickly. And, you know, obviously if something better comes along and it's worth making the switch, then, you know, a lot of the time as your business grows, if you do want to try you know, um, switch over to a different platform, you can just pay someone else to do it for you, pay an assistant to do it for you or, you know, hire, hire somebody. Um, so I think that, you know, that's a big reason why people resist making decisions because of that, like, what if I change my mind down the road or there's something better? It's like that FOMO. It's like tech platform FOMO. <laughs> um, you know, at that point, like whatever is available is enough. I think that's the most important message. Like if it's available and somebody else has recommended it, and it's, you know. and it's comfortable for you financially because there's so many different platforms, like you said, and it's not like there's a bad platform out there. It's all opinions, right? If you talk to me, I like, I have my favorites, but it's just because of what I like, like what I'm used to, you know? And so you might have your favorite because it's what you like the look of or the feel of, but, and they're at different price points. So you pick what makes sense to you. Like you said, if it's at the start of your business and you don't want to pay, if you see some platform, you're like, oh, I can't afford that that's okay. Maybe you will be able to later down in your business, right? But there's no need to pressure yourself into that now. Pick a different choice. And then like you said, you can always upgrade, I guess you could say, even though nothing wrong with the first platform, you can pick something else when you're comfortable with that financially. I'm a big proponent of don't stress yourself out even more by putting this like extra financial have to on yourself. Yeah, totally. I think that's the most important thing. And it's really about leveraging your creativity right always like if there's a platform that's accessible to you right now where you're at with your current resources at your current stage in your business use it and like fill in the gaps for where that you know it doesn't tick the boxes and use your creativity there's always always a way to get something done and as you say your business can evolve and change so quickly Mm -hmm. so there's always a solution I would I would definitely agree Yeah. So uh, yeah. And actually, oh yeah. Another thing I was going to mention that's been coming up for me lately is like organizational software, because that's one thing that I had a lot of resistance around and like learning how to use it, setting up the systems. And then, you know, I've done that a couple of times with varying um, organizational softwares, you know, like Trello and Asana. Um, And there's always another one that looks better and exciting that somebody else recommends. And I've really, you know, it got to the point where I was like, I really need this and not having one of these types of um, ways to organize the back end of my business felt like it was stressing me out. Um, And so it got to that point where I was willing to go and try. And I've tried a few different things. I've moved on from a few different things. And, you know, yes, it was time invested, but the process of learning, like I learned so much about my business in, you know, in interacting with these types of platforms and software. So, you, you know, you're never losing out and it's all part of the learning and growth process. And I think one of the most important lessons for me that has helped carry me through is that you have to be willing to suck at something before you can be good at it, you know? And that process can be painful and annoying and you've got to make loads of mistakes and you're going to be frustrated and it's maybe going to be a little bit time consuming in the beginning, But when you persevere with it and, you know, you ask for help and you just do the best that you can and you're resourceful and you're creative, that learning curve will very quickly flatten out. And then you get to reap all of the benefits of that work that you put in to learning to leverage that software, um, you know, or that piece of tech or that platform or whatever. So, um, you know, I think just as you said, it's okay for it to feel hard, but you just have to take deep breaths and ask for help and just, you know, get on with it. 
I would 100% agree. Totally. And that's cool to hear about you learning um, a new software as well. I think people sometimes feel like when they're listening to podcasts or they're watching videos on Instagram stories, they think, oh, she just knew how to do that. She just always knew. It's like, no, none of us always knew anything, right? So when you're feeling that, I don't know what to do, everyone else has been where you are. So know that also. And know that when you reach out for help, um, people are going to know, you're going to understand. You're going to be met with understanding and empathy. Yeah, I think that's a really important and empowering message. And I'll share another story because I just started um, learning music production to make the jingle for this podcast. And, you know, I'd kind of got to that phase where I really like lean on my intuition very heavily in most instances, particularly when it comes to tech, which, you know, I'll just fail forward really fast (laughs) or like get stuck really fast and have to ask for help. But um, so I've got to that place where I really give myself permission to trust myself to be able to navigate something. And I'd really been resisting this music production software because I, I, you know, have some experience with video editing software and... Um, again, not something that I've found particularly easy, but the passion and the excitement for the projects is always the thing that has, you know, got me through that. And, and I got there into this new space and I was like, I'm sure I can figure it out. It can't be that different to video editing software. And it was, and I was really stuck and like felt like my hands were tied and I knew how to do nothing or execute any of the ideas in my head. And, um, it was really frustrating for like a couple of weeks. And then I asked um, somebody to show me and give me a tutorial. Even I'd looked on the videos on YouTube, even they weren't helping me. So, um, but then I got there, you know, I asked for help and I got the pieces that I needed. I'm by no means an expert, but I got, you know, enough of a, of a toolkit to be able to start to execute and start to actually have some fun and enjoy being able to create results. So you know, and I'd resisted this for a really long time. Um, and that's just the way that it, that it goes with certain things. So, you know, if you are listening to this and you're resisting, um, you know, stepping into the next level of organization or another type of platform or automation, or, you know, another, something else that would help you to be more creative in your business and be able to execute, you know, a more exciting idea, just ask for help as soon as you can, because that's going to be the thing that gets you through faster. And it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to feel like you don't have any skills and um, that you're never going to get there. Um, and perseverance will really, you know, be the thing mm-hmm. that gets you through. That's totally true. So thank you so much, Sierra. This has been a really um, empowering conversation. I know that so many other people will benefit from from hearing this. Um, so tell us a little bit about like what is it um, what is it that you're you know you have to offer that you are really excited to um, to help people with? Yeah. So besides um, doing web design, website design, sales page design, I also offer a lot of free resources to kind of I like to help people get over that first hurdle of whatever they're trying to set up. And we talked about automation a lot in this conversation because time saving, right, is where it's at. One of the things that many people are thinking about automating is that email list building and building your email list and delivering a lead magnet. I have a lead magnet template um, that can be used in Canva to create something, even if you're not a designer, really quick that still looks professionally designed and you know, VIP level and wonderful for your followers, but you don't have to have the design skills or anything. It's a plug and play your content. And so that, um, that template can be found on my website, sierralindesign.com. 
I encourage you to download it, take a look because it'll save you lots of time. And then you can start that very important level of automation of building your email list. Amazing. That sounds like such a valuable resource. Um, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. We will share the links to that in the show notes and down below. And you're amazing. Thank you so much for coming and being here and having this conversation with us today. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah. Bye. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website with and please support the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing.